We are back in the basement for another episode of The Disconnect. I'm your host, Zach Hayes, joined by always Mr. Phil Hayes. What's going on, Zach? Morning, Phil. How are you? Fine. I always start that off that way. Yeah. I, I just need to know how I, I need to make sure you're okay. Um, yeah, I'm fine. Because times are weird and I need to make sure you're doing all right. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Uh, and I, even if I wasn't, I probably wouldn't tell you. Yeah. That's just, just my personality. And I like it that way. Keep it bottled <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah, Let's not go. talk about our feelings. That's not what this podcast how, is for. How are you? I'm good too. You're good. <laughs> I'm good okay. too. We'll leave it at that. Cool. Uh, okay. So the other day I was listening to Rogan and yeah. somebody asked him, in the pie, he's like, he's like, who the hell watches the Kardashians? Like, right. who is that for? And he made this point. He goes, it's fast food for television. It's cheap to make. It's uh, easy to consume. Yeah. You don't really have to think about it too much. And you you get it and you're done with it and you move on. And right. I, I, I thought about that for a second. I'm like, holy shit, he's right. All the like reality TV and stuff like that. We've, we've taken the concept of uh, fast food for dining and it's kind of been uh, transferred over to how we consume content and just any sort of quality. It's, it's, it's there. Yeah. Can you get it? Sure. But right. should you, or, or would you be better off watching something that's more productive or eating something healthy. Yeah. Cause it's the same thing too with fast food where it's like, after you watch it, you kind of feel like shit. You feel so bad. You and feel like garbage. That, that, that burger just isn't the same, uh, <laughs> when you're done with it. And it's funny that he, he made that analogy because it does it kind of, after you watch like a junky reality show, it kind of sits in the, in your stomach. It kind of makes you feel heavy, just like fast food too. Well, and, and I saw somebody make this analogy or this, this, uh, this point the other day, they go, you never like, isn't it funny that McDonald's is just a thing? Like you don't say, when you say I want a burger, you're not like, Oh, well let's go to McDonald's and get a burger then. Right. Uh, No, you say I'm in the mood for McDonald's. Right. You want that specific type of food. It's its own type of food. It's unlike any other burger. And at the end of the day, it's not really a burger. If you're craving a burger, you're going to go somewhere else. Yeah. You go to a restaurant, a sit down place. Exactly. But sometimes you just crave McDonald's and McDonald's is just its own unique category. Give me that junk. But it's not just television or content. Right. It's, it's basically the entire way we've shaped our, our lives. And even more so with COVID, I, I, I was looking up a lot of numbers for like some fast food statistics and everything kind of seems to end at 2018. Right. Which I don't know why that seems kind of yeah. odd, but everybody gave up that <laughs> everybody's like, yeah, just accept yeah. it. And yeah. I tried to even go back to like the eighties when I felt the fast food numbers were much lower than they are today, but I couldn't find any statistics about that either. Cause right. it seems like now everybody's consuming fast food, like on the regular. Yeah. I personally, I don't, but that's, well, only- that's, but that's changed because of your gluten thing. Yeah. Cause uh, since that celiac disease, <laughs> yeah. Since that, I don't think I've eaten fast food more than twice. And oh, even- seriously. And that's yeah. been what? Six months, months, seven months. Yeah. And that's the one time I got a Big Mac without a bun. And that was shit. <laughs> what is I, that? Was, a Big Mac without a bun is just two meat patties and a, and some special sauce. And lettuce, cheese, and pickles, onions. No sesame seed bun. That's all. So it, it's, it's basically a burger salad. Yeah, it's a burger salad. With and gross, disgusting uh, uh, 
dressing. Well, and that's the thing is that they do, um, the way that they do it, it's like they set it up really nicely. It's like they do it often. You they can present, tell. they presented it to you. Yeah. And it was, uh, I mean, it's tasty, but it's not the same thing. No, and that's our brother, uh, Evan. He's cause he's not eating the gluten as much either. And, uh, he, he said to me, he's like, here, go there, get, um, like a couple sausage. Uh, I don't know. I think like the breakfast, uh, sandwiches without that. And it's like, it's just sausage. And you know, I'm like, nah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm okay. I haven't had fast food much and I'm fine with it. Like, well, and now there's all these different subcategories of fast food. Yeah. There's the traditional fast food models of that. We probably all think of when we think of fast food, it's right. your McDonald's, Burger King, Taco Bell, KFC, um, Wendy's. Yeah. Those are all the traditional fast food places that we grew up on and that we had here. Yeah. Um, but that's expanded to be more of a, uh, there's the fast casual dining right. where it's your Qdoba's, your Chipotle, your, your Culver's, um, places that are a little bit, I, I guess you would say better quality food for sure. Yeah. But I would still categorize that as fast food. Yeah, definitely. And see, that's the thing though. I feel like that's like, pushing out restaurants where like, I don't know. I mean, I, I still, I feel like I do go to restaurants more than anything else. Like when you say you go to a restaurant, what are you calling a restaurant versus fast food? Like a diner. And that's the thing is that I feel like the food though, isn't a ton different at a diner compared to like a, you know, a Qdoba or a like five guys. I, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Depends on what you get. I guess it does depend. And that, that goes for anything. I mean, the, it's surprising though to me how health conscious we've become as a society, but these places continue to be on the rise and they're, they're kind of selling these things as, um, uh, you know, healthier options to your McDonald's or your Burger Kings. And in reality, you know, you go up to a, you go up to a Jimmy John's window. If you get the gargantuan sandwich or even some of those other sandwiches, there's like 1200 calories in those yeah. sandwiches. They're not healthy. And Nothing's just cause you're eating a, a, a sandwich as opposed to a burger and fries, you think you're getting a, a more healthy meal. There might be less fat, but the calories are astronomical. That's why it, whenever I was like, cause back when I was like in my twenties, if I, I was like, man, I'm eating too much fast food. We used I, to eat a ton of fast oh, food. Oh yeah. Like lots. literally every single day. Yeah. And that was awesome. But I mean, it's, that's the thing is I'd be like, man, if I feel like kind of nasty, I'll go get a subway or Jimmy John's or something. But now it was like, but when I was eating fast food towards the end there, it's like, I was like, you know what? It's, it's all junk. Like you look at McDonald's salads even, and those are junk for you. Just if you're going to eat fast food, just eat damn fast food. Yeah. You might, you might as well just go all out and trash your body at that point. How many, so you only, now, does that go across the board with your family as well? Uh, because no. I feel like I feel like the problem with today's society is that these places are perfect for the working class schedule. Yeah, um, where you know you get home at five thirty six o'clock. Right. Both parents do. It's very hard to then prep a meal and have everything ready to go by. 6.30 even, and there are a lot yeah. of options. We've tried all those, like the Freshly's or the um, the, the Blue Hello Apron, HelloFresh. Hello Fresh. Yeah. Um, we've done all of those. And even those, 
you take still too much time and, like, it, and they are expensive. And right. uh, so we do find ourselves, I would say on average, you know, twice a week we are doing either like a little Caesar's pizza, right? The kids love that. Or we're doing a happy meal. And, and that's, that's at least two of our dinners. The rest of the time, it's something like quick in the air fryer or the oven, because we're not yeah. going to, we're not, I am not giving those kids that food every single day. Like some people do. I can't yeah. do it. And even, I even think like the, the, the weekly occurrence of it is too much. Well, and that's, that's the thing. Like we maybe do once a week with the fast food stuff, but I, again, like I don't eat it. Usually like Amanda will go out and get, you know, McDonald's for her and, uh, Calvin and stuff. But like, I, I don't know. Cause, and that's the thing I say, I haven't had much fast food, but like I've gotten a buddy's pizza a few times, like three or four times, um, like the gluten-free pizza. So I guess you could consider that fast food. Um, and I mean, other than that though, it's like, a lot of nights I end up like, cause it is hard to cook. I I'll have like, I'll make tuna fish real quick and like eat that for dinner. And I mean, it's, but what about the kids, the kids? I mean, usually it's like chicken nuggets. We do, uh, like but Calvin, at home, like, not at McDonald's, not right drive at home. Yeah. Okay. Not drive through. And we have the ones that we have are gluten-free chicken nuggets. So they're, they're actually not as bad for them. And, uh, that's cause that's all the kid will eat. I mean, yeah, our stinks. kids are in this. It's peanut butter and jelly, grilled cheese yeah. or some sort of nugget. That's about, about all they'll eat. Same thing. And that, what we try to, we always do a fruit or vegetable heat, but again, vegetables too. It's like, yeah, they won't eat it. No, it's like sweet potatoes. Sometimes he'll eat. They have to get everything in the form of a pouch. Yeah. Every vegetable they have is in the form right. of a pouch. They don't eat a raw vegetable. No. Um, and I didn't grow up. We didn't grow up eating a lot of vegetables Not until we I got remember. a little bit older. Yeah. You know, we'd have, you know, green beans, corn, broccoli. Right. Um, but it wasn't every night. Like no, my wife, Adrian remembers growing up. She goes, every night we had some sort of vegetable nah. with our meal, but you yeah. know, her dad was a teacher and they, and her mom was at home and it was, they would get home early. So there was time to, to cook those yeah. meals and do that kind of stuff. We were not getting home until quarter to six at night and the kids are in bed a couple hours later. They need some time to yeah. actually eat. But, um, you know, I don't remember getting a lot of happy meals when we were no. kids, especially not the ages that they are now. I think a happy meal was a special treat right? where maybe, maybe once a month you did a trip to McDonald's. Sounds about right. But and, and, and my kids, off, my kids but. have probably had more happy meals at this age, five, than we had the whole time going up till like 10, probably. Yeah. I, I would say it's probably about the same because that's the thing is like, I'm not always, you know, I'm not home for his lunch a lot of times. And I know like a lot of times my sister-in-law, she'll stop by, bring him something or, you know, uh, Amanda, my wife, she'll stop by on her lunch break. Cause she's five minutes away from school. So I think sometimes she'll stop and get him something, but that I'm not quite sure about, but usually it may be once a week he gets a happy meal. You know? do, you, do you think the fast food, concept just completely <clears throat> trashed like how we think of food and how we think of the the overall dining experience i i brought this up to mom and dad the other day i'm like growing up like yeah you probably remember like sundays were all about having like a big meal 
Like, mm-hmm. and it wasn't, and, and, and dad made the point, well, it's like, we didn't, we only had like three or four different things that we could rotate through. It was usually, right. it was always going to be like uh, a roast yeah. on Sunday, but it was a point of taking the time, cooking those meals and yeah. that was a time that everybody sat down at the the table. You got out the actual because like our kids are like we're basically eating while we're standing, yeah. And that goes for any day of the week. But there's this whole like process of um, the dining experience and sitting down and like sharing a meal. And I think we've gotten away from that where Sunday dinners are no longer about that. I mean, I'm sure it's easier as they get older or more and more people do that. If they enjoy the process of cooking, like dad never cooked. No. And, and mom, she did cook, but she was, she's, she's, she's British. Yeah. So that I no, I'm not knocking on mom's cooking. It's like, but it sounds like you are. I, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm just making the point where it's like, I don't think she enjoyed no. necessarily cooking either. It was something you had to do, not something where you would enjoy um, going to the store, picking out the ingredients, yeah. uh, making, trying something new, uh, uh, trying different cuts of meat. Like there was, that was never something that was ingrained with us growing up. No. And I'll, I'll tell you something. I don't, I don't want to speak for her, but it, I think with my wife, I think she used to, it seems like she used to enjoy doing it, but now Same. with the kids, Same. it's like it, it, because the kids don't end up eating anything that you make. I yep. mean, it's frustrating. Yeah. And you, you got to worry about that stuff. But before the kids, I was getting some good meals, you know? Yeah. You know what? Now that you mentioned that, I tend to agree with that statement. I yeah. think, uh, Adrian used to really enjoy making meals. Uh, right. I mean, she would make, um, a lot of pastas and, um, you know, we'd have scallops or, you know, chicken and stuff like that. And and that kind of, you're right. I I think, and she, I don't think she misses it. And, and, and I know I, I'll cook more meals now. I miss it. (laughs) But, um, but I mean, yeah, it's the priorities change, I guess, but I would like to enjoy the process of like, making Sundays a weekly sit down meal to where you actually time stops a little bit. Right. And you make a good meal and you sit down and you, you, you maybe you started in the, 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 the early afternoon and, um, you know, you just kind of get everything prepared and you make a, a, a day of it. Yeah. And sometimes, I mean, we never like make a, a day of it or anything, but like we do that sometimes where like me, Amanda and Calvin will all sit up at the table and eat at the same time. It, it probably, you know, once every two weeks, maybe it's like it, but it does happen. And when it happens, it's nice. I mean, me and her usually sit like, uh, across from each other. Then he'll sit next to one of us. Cause he always wants to sit like in the, yeah. in a big boy chair. Um, and he does pretty good. And I mean, it's, it is nice. It's nice to do, but it just, it's hard, hard to get there. Do you think, do you guys have like fine quote unquote fine China? No. Do you guys didn't do any of that when you registered you know for what? Your, your wedding? I think, I think we gave a little bit downstairs, but we've never, yeah, never we've got, it. we have beautiful, beautiful plates Yeah, and we've never, never used them in the five, almost six years we've been for five years, almost five years we've been married. What are you going to use them for? You know, 
Well, but that's that's my point. Like that should you, not just be something in your home. You should be able to take those out on a Sunday and have a nice meal and make it a you know, get a nice bottle of wine, open that up and and sit down and not just every meal is so rushed. Yeah. I, I eat as fast as I possibly can so that we can just be done and move on. I never actually enjoy a meal. Right. Ever. See, you know what's so funny about that? Because you know how you guys always make fun of me about how slow I eat. I'm like, yeah, a you're slow, a bird. Well, and you, you and I don't eat a lot. You don't eat a lot. You're a right. bird. And it's so funny because I always thought like, mm, just must be me. You don't think it's like a genetic thing, but it definitely is because same thing with Calvin, with my son, I give him a cookie and it's like every give time a Calvin a cookie. Yeah. When I give Calvin a cookie, I, it's like, I'll give it to him after we go to the donut shop. He'll have a cookie. Well, did you just give him a donut? No. Okay. No, just a cookie. He doesn't, I always ask you, you want a donut or a cookie? He wants a dinosaur cookie. So that's what he gets. And whenever I give it to him in the car, such small bites, literally, we drove out to Romeo the other day and he still was munching on that cookie. So tiny bites, like he's super clean back there. There's no crumbs on him or anything. And he takes so long to eat it. And I'm like, see, this has got to be a genetic thing. He's two and you're in your thirties. But no, but I'm just saying that like, you get the kid a big cookie. He's not going to just. It's not that big. A lot of kids I see do like at birthday parties and stuff. You see a two and a half year old, they're wolfing cookies down. (laughs) He doesn't do that. He takes his time. He doesn't, he eats very slow. And even when like we put him up in his high chair, like he will, he'll eat everything on his plate, but sometimes it takes him 35 minutes. He's just picking, but you kind of do everything a little more slow. It's uh, not just your eating. It's just kind of the way you, uh, I think you go about things to a degree, but I mean, that's, uh, but the, all I'm saying is that that's like, I, I, you don't like expect to see those little goofy things like, sure. You see a little kids. bit. I, I, I forget. I think I, I, I said to mom and dad the other day that, uh, you, you were like the, uh, if, if Mo, if the word Mosey was a person, <laughs> it'd <Really>? be you. <laughs> yeah. Just cause I think that's just kind of how you, you, you conduct yourself. You carry yourself that way. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I, that's the first I've heard that, <laughs> but, um, no, I don't know. I, I, it's just funny to me because I don't, you expect to like your kids to look like you and things like that, but you don't expect to like, you don't expect like to see those little things pop up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, unfortunately, my, it comes through with my kids and their, their temperament, I think, unfortunately. Um, but no, I just think being able to actually sit down and enjoy a meal and and make a, make a process out of it. And and maybe I'm just being, maybe it's cause of the kids and them being as young as they are. Um, but I did find something interesting when I was going through looking up these statistics, right? Do, who do you think consumes more fast food? Um, uh, higher earners or lower wage earners? Um, I would assume lower wage earners, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently not. This, these were numbers just updated in March of 2022. And they're saying that higher income, uh, individuals actually consume more fast food. And I'll, I would attribute that to just a busier schedule. Maybe is that 
it? I don't know. I'm not mean, having time to cook, always working, and um, maybe having more of those. Uh, you you see how many of those fast casual pa- places are popping up. It's every new uh, uh, plaza. They're all has over. about three or four in a row, and every one of those new plazas are built exactly the same. Yeah, and it seems like there's one of them every every other place when you get into these busy areas are those new type of plazas that have like the Penn station, the, uh, <laughs> tropical smoothie cafe, right. Which is those things have about 800 cal- 600 calories in some of the, yeah. uh, some of the, the smoothies, not always a healthy option. Right. Um, uh, mod pizzas. They're all the same things going in there. There's the Andiamo's just opened a fast casual place. Um, over at 26, there's a, uh, a Mediterranean fast casual place. These are all places that are popping up. And I think that's where more of those higher income earners are saying, okay, I don't want to go deal with the, I'm not going to sit and eat trashy Taco Bell or trashy McDonald's. We've been, yeah. we've been brainwashed into thinking that these are, are much better options for us and it's easier than cooking at home. Right. And I think too, that like the, like, I think I don't know. Cause I was thinking about how like they are going to take over restaurants and it's like, I'm, I never know because like after COVID, I feel like the sit down thing is like people like supposedly don't go as much, but I still see a lot of people in those places. And yeah, there, there's definitely a lot of places that are still packing them in as far yeah, as that goes. So I, I never really know, but I do think that people are like eating out, whether it's, you know, restaurants, fast, casual, if it's fast food, no matter what it is, I, it seems like that's all everybody's eating now. Well, I, I personally do it because I I personally stay at home and eat more so because of the money than anything else. Yeah. I mean, and I, I think I, I, I make a decent living. I think my wife makes a decent living and between the two of us, we are, we're, good earners and right. you know it's it piles up though because we yeah. were I stopped in the kids went to Florida this weekend yeah uh and before they were taken off we went and got happy meals because we just needed something quick before they left for their flight so they could eat something right. got them happy meals i got a mcdouble and yeah. a, a chicken sandwich yeah what do you think the Adrian didn't get anything? We didn't get anything besides that. It was the two Happy Meals, a McChicken or a McChicken and a McDouble. How much do you think that was? Um, let's see. I would say probably about 13, 14 bucks. $21. That's that's ridiculous. $21. How? No idea. No idea. You might've got charged extra. <laughs> well, it wasn't, okay. It wasn't a McChicken. It was one of those, it was like a crispy chicken sandwich. Well, that, so that was changes. probably five or six bucks. Yeah. And, 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 but it's not, it wasn't big by any means. No, that would have brought my estimation up to, you know, okay. Probably but, 17, 18. Bucks. Okay. But either way, $21 yeah. is a lot for what I would have traditionally thought you could get for under 15. Yeah, I would think so. And, I mean, and to do that all the time. And that's, that's the cheap end of things. McDonald's is a cheap thing. We've done the tropical smoothie cafe where we'll drop like 25 bucks on uh, a few smoothies. It's easily crazy. It really is crazy because like we get that every once in a while where like, you know, I'll see the bill from like a, like a El Charo or something like my wife will get that. And it's like, 
Those like are good tacos. Fifty dollars for like two or three people to eat. It's ridiculous. Is that their their fast food one? Their drive through? Because don't they have a sit down? No. They open. Uh, it's a sit down, but it's basically like you know. I don't know. To me, El Charo is horrible. I don't like it. <laughs> no, but like no. I'm not a big fan, but like it's it's like still. I feel like in the middle of like a restaurant and a uh, and like the fast casual. It's almost like uh, in between of those two. And it's like, it's so expensive to get like a few meals. I just don't, I don't know. It's too oh, much. Well, they say, uh, they said in these figures that the average American is spending about 10% of their paycheck on um, fast food or fast casual dining a year. Well, the thing is though, you go to the grocery store right now <laughs> and you're paying an arm and a leg for all that too. But there's a, there, there's a, there's a, a way to do that right at the grocery store. You can still, yeah. you know, you could get, if you're getting like ground turkey or ground beef and you're getting, you know, some, some bread and some, some deli meat and stuff like that, you're, it's way cheaper. It's right. still way cheaper to do that than to, to eat out. Yeah. I mean, a, that, a jar of peanut butter and, and a jar of jelly goes a long way. No, I know. But at the same time, if you're actually, you know, if you're getting, you know, meat, some type of meat, if you're getting, you know, beef, chicken, pork, any of that stuff, then you're doing, uh, you know, some vegetables, rice on the side or whatever. I mean, it, it does add up. And that's the problem too, is like you end up throwing away stuff too. That's true. That's another the waste factor. Thing. The waste factor is horrible, especially with kids because, yeah, and you know, they, they got their paws all over it and stuff. So you're not going to save the food. Like you toss it out and yeah, it's, cause, cause it's gross. I know. And that, that's the thing is I, I feel like, cause I know, uh, my wife said she does the grocery shopping and she said that like, it's gone up the last, you know, few times she's gone out. She's like, it's getting more expensive, you know? And I agree with that, but I've been, I've been trying to go, I've started to go like Friday before work Yeah, because I used to take the kids or I try to come home and unload the groceries and the kids would be there on the weekend and it just, it, it made it so much harder. Now right. I can go, it literally takes me 15 minutes to grocery shop yeah. from the time I get into the store till the time I check out. But I, I notice if you're more conscious about what you're buying yeah, and you know, you get things like you can still get a dozen eggs for two or three bucks. Right. And if you're watching what you're spending and you're buying the right kind of things, like I've gone from spending $300 a week to down to maybe two twenty five, two fifty If I plan it out right. Yeah. So, I mean, it can be done. Yeah. And, and it's still going to be much cheaper than dining out. But I wonder like, okay, if you talk about the average person making X amount of dollars, right? They are getting taxed, call it twenty percent. Yeah. So right there, you're making fifty grand a year. You're taxed twenty percent on it, which means you're losing ten. So now you're down to forty take home. Yeah. Uh, you spend ten percent of the fifty on that. That's another. Now you're down to thirty five. Right. And you start talking about all these other things. What does it cost for rent? Probably rent, mortgage, whatever. You're probably talking another 15,000 that takes yeah. you down to 20. Now, what about childcare? Yeah. Call it, let's say low end 10 grand a year. Right. Uh, now you're down to 10. Yeah. And 
we haven't even talked about any of the extra stuff. Dude. So now you're you're taking home ten thousand dollars at the end of the day, and you're still so. We haven't talked about a car payment. We haven't talked about gas, phone, phone. That money's gone. Yeah. So how do we expect anybody to save any fucking money here? I mean, that's where is where is that know. money left? There, there's nothing there at the end of the day. That's no. why we're at this in this situation where everybody has to be a two income family now. And it keeps getting worse too. I feel like it I, is. there's more and more you know bills that we're supposed to be paying, and and that's you know we do it to ourselves. Like there's yeah. a lot of streaming services and this and that that everybody buys, but. I do feel like there's a lot of things now where I'm like, my God, why is it so expensive? Like everything, like even car payments the last time around, like it's like they fly up and then, but, but it's not, and I guess the minimum wage does keep going up and stuff, but for, yeah, but not, not enough to, to, to affect that kind of pricing, like not enough. And you drive, I was, I was, yeah, I was driving. And doing my taxes, I'm looking at my, my, for 2021, going back and looking at like, oh, you filled up your Tahoe for 40 bucks. Right. And now it costs you almost a hundred. Yeah. And going back and, and looking at driving past, uh, down Van Dyke today, there's that used car lot, uh, just, oh, yeah. uh, south of 29 and they had one of the new Broncos yeah. in the, in the, uh, in the lot. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, Oh, Holy shit. They only want, they only want 19, 19,000 for that thing. Yeah. I get a little closer. Oh, that's not a one. That's a seven. Yeah. They want $79,000 for what is, I'm assuming a somewhat gently used Bronco. Um, those Broncos are so ugly. If you want go buy a Jeep Patriot, you might uh, as well. I, 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 I'm torn on that. I kind of like them. I, I like no. the four door ones, the bigger ones. I'm not, I, I don't completely hate them. I'm not going to lie. The bigger ones are not as bad as the smaller the ones. Small ones are, the small ones are trash. But it's, I mean, I don't know. I don't think but the you're Broncos gonna, are nice. But you're going to, I guarantee you, I guarantee you the person buying that vehicle yeah. is not making $80,000 a year. No. In what world was your car ever costing you more than your take-home pay? That's got to be like fully, fully loaded though or something. That I don't care. Yeah, but- It's still $80,000 for, for, for this vehicle. Yeah, it's on a used car lot, Phil. It's not, a, it's not at the dealership. It's on a used car lot. It doesn't matter. I mean, there's always going to be stuff like that that's super expensive like that. I mean, and I, I get it. You're using that as an example, but I, that's the thing who's going to buy that car is somebody who makes well than more than enough money to buy it. I don't think so. I don't think so because I, I think the, I, I think there are, there, there is that person for sure. Yeah. Who's a buyer of that vehicle, but they're going to buy the person who really can afford it. will buy it brand spanking new off the lot. It's the same way. Yeah. There's the, the rich people who they buy a brand new vet ever for every year. And then right. they sell it after the next year because they want the new model. So yeah. you're 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 stepping down. Uh, Joe Schmo, who's got a little extra money to burn, is buying the year or two year old model, right. not the brand new one off the lot, because he's getting it for well, what used to have been like maybe uh, two thirds the price of what a new one costs. Yeah. Um, it's weird. I I don't know. I feel like 
something's like, going to give. But it's like you see those people who uh, they'll buy like a, a five-year-old Maserati. Right. Well, the the Maseratis aren't made to be like long-term no. good working vehicles because uh-huh. the person who's buying it brand new, they're only using it for a year or two and then they're trading it in for the new model. Right, exactly. So so that's like, so now you're getting stuck with, uh, on the outside, you don't really know what the year is, right. but you paid still a lot of money for a car that is going to need a lot of work because it's crap at the end of the day. Well, we all know those kids that like in high school were like, yeah, I got a BMW. And you're like, oh yeah, wow, let's see it. I can't believe they got a BMW. It's like a 1991 BMW. Well, what do you expect up. from a 17 year old? Well, I'm just saying, I think, but <laughs> my, I, I, I let that be the exception to the rule because I, I think those kind of kids, the ones that were, if you knew what you were doing and you could work on it, more power to you. I, right. I kind of think those were kind of cooler to have something like that than yeah. being an adult and getting this five-year-old vehicle just to feel yeah. flashy. Well, see, I, I disagree because I feel like you're doing that as a kid. I think it, it's the same people that grow up and do it as an adult that were doing it as a kid because those BMWs were like the ones from the 90s and stuff. They They weren't cool back then. They might not have been cool back then, but they're kind of cool now. Yeah, because there, there's been that enough time has passed. I feel like, sure. but like when it's only like ten years old, it's not cool. It's just kind of yeah, yeah. No, I, I guess I get what you mean by that, but I, I think it's it's different though. You're a kid. You're yeah. a kid at that point. These are adults, right? And that's that's the thing. I I, I don't know. I I understand what you're saying though. Where it's like, who's buying a car like that? I don't know. I don't know. Are, are, are we ready for this other shoe to drop? Are, are we getting there yet? Inflation is I, through the fucking roof. I think we're, I think we're right. We're knocking on the door. I think <laughs> I really do. Those, those, those mortgage rates going up to five, five and a half percent ain't helping anybody right now. That's right. That's, that's higher than, than the, my, my interest rate on my house that i bought six years ago. Yeah. And that's the thing is that's where you're going to see where people are going to start uh, well, I, I don't know. I honestly, will I they stop? I don't know. <laughs> Can't That's, stop. Won't stop. This I, is, this is the new way of life. This is how, how many people are fucking buried in credit card debt. I want to find some, some yeah. figures for, for next week to dive into that because I want to know what the average person is carrying as their balance on their credit card. Do yeah. You guys, do you guys have a, uh, do you guys carry a balance? I, I do on one card, I think, but we just literally, we just talked about it last week. We're going to pay it off. What kind of interest full. rate are you paying on it? Honestly, I'm not even sure on that one. I think how it's can something you not, like, how can you not know that? Because I, I just don't, but you're, I mean, it's costing you money. Yeah. It, and that's why we, you know, like I said, we talked about it I, cause I got, I just got a new one in the mail uh-huh. and we were like, let's just pay that off and then cut it up. Like it's, we're going to close the account out. But why, why are you carrying a balance on it? Well, it, no reason. That's why I'm saying that I'm going to, we're going to pay it no, off. No reason though. But th- that's just so mind boggling to it's, me that you would, that I, and I'm not, I, I don't want to get into your financial situation. I'm, I'm assuming you have the money and savings to pay oh, for yeah. it. Yeah. So your your money and savings is earning you almost a goose egg as far as interest yeah, goes. So right. and don't forget the money staying in your your savings account right. is 
is losing money because of inflation. You're losing another seven, eight percent on that money because yeah. of inflation because it's worth less. And now you're carrying a balance on your card, and let's say even low end, you're paying ten percent interest on that card. I, th- I think it's something around like twelve percent. Collectively, you're losing twenty yeah. percent of your money, Phil. Well, that's what I just said. We're gonna pay it off. I know, but how long are you carrying the balance for? I don't. I don't know. Oh my. I, I, you need to have a crash course in Zach's no, financial. I, I, no, I don't. Yes, know. you do. You're I, I really 20, don't. Twenty percent of your money, though, Phil. No, it's 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 a small balance on that card, and like like I said, we're paying it off. And I mean, that's the thing is four, I, four figures or three figures. Oh no, it's 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 probably I would say it's probably about eight hundred bucks or something. And that's the only credit card debt that we have. So like it's it's one of those things where like it, it, I don't understand because I was always using that just for like gas and like little things here and there and to buy like lunch if I forgot my other card. And it's like you that's the thing is you don't realize how quick that it adds up. But that's we literally it was literally, I think, on Saturday where we were like, we're just going to pay this off and then not use it again. We're just not going to have credit cards because we don't need them. You're, what are you going to use? Just use my debit card. Amanda does the whole thing <laughs> where she uh, like buys all the groceries, pays all the bills on credit cards, and then we pay them off at the end of the month. Uh-huh. But I don't do that. So... And you, oh man. Yeah. I don't want to get into All a financial right. talk. Yeah. Well, we might have to next week if we dive deeper into that's, the credit card yeah, stuff. That's fine. Um, but yeah, I guess that's the fast food nation that we live in. Cause it does, yeah. it, 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 it comes down to, and I, I'm not going to, go deeper into it because we talk about this all the time. It's just, it's the shit that we buy. It's the the yeah. consumption of everything. It's just, that is the new model that we live in. And, and that's, that's what this world has set up to be where everything we consume is that fast food model. And it's, it's cheap. It's inexpensive. It's, or it's cheap, cheap and inexpensive are the same thing. It's cheap. It's fast. Yeah. And, uh, you feel like shit at the end of the day. Well, and it's going to get worse before it gets better. I truly feel that way, but I can't, I can't believe all these places can exist though. I, it's amazing to me. I, I swear. It's like, you see so many restaurants go up because I keep seeing new ones all the time. I just saw Popeye's chicken go up on a 23 mile. They're yep. hiring. Well, but that opened up because another place closed. That was the old, uh, white castle or something. I think it was the old Hardee's. Oh yeah, it was, which I never saw anybody at that Hardee's, but it was good. Yeah. Hardee's is a good burger. Don't think I've had, I don't think, I think maybe I had that once. A lot of those type of places like Hardee's, Popeye's, uh, what's another, even White Castle. That's something I would have like back in the day. It was like once a year or something, I would have it. Yeah. Well, there weren't as many of them. Right. Now they're everywhere. It's it's taken over the world. It really is. And like the, the coffee places and stuff, they're, they're all, I don't know how like a mom and pop, uh, shop like survives around an area like that. I think you just can't do it. I I don't, I don't think they do. No, I I will. I will leave you with this statistic though. Globally, they say 11 million deaths each year occur as a result of poor health choices. Yeah. 11 million. I believe it. How many were, how many COVID deaths total? I don't know. I think there, I think there's only about 6 million. I say only, but it's still a lot, but still. Right. This is this is this is some this is a pandemic of health yeah. a health pandemic right so I mean honestly think about that when you consume it I I think you know your approach of not 
eating it as much is good. I go through waves where I'll stay away from yeah. it for months at a time and then I'll binge it. I, I, I have such a, a health roller coaster on my end when it comes to that kind of That's stuff. That's always how I was too though. And I, I mean, I'm telling you, it's, it's, I, when I really look at my diet now, it is not bad at all. I think that, uh, the celiac thing was almost like a blessing in disguise oh, because uh, yeah, I think so too. I it forced me to eat better. And like now I don't eat cookies. I don't eat cakes, this and that, all that stuff I was eating before. And even like the ice cream and all that stuff. I used to eat that all the time. It, it's too risky. It bugs my stomach. I, I don't think I've had ice cream in a long time now. Like, well, I remember always saying to you like, well, what are you eating? What are you eating? And really, yeah. you weren't eating bad. You were eating what the normal person would eat on a given day. Yeah. But it just reacted to your body differently. Yeah. And that's where now, I I mean, it's like, because literally every day, it's usually something that's, you know, it's it's really not bad for me. It's like, I eat a lot of beans and a lot of like... Uh, like potatoes and things like that to fill me up. You're, so. you're, you're eating like a uh, uh, depression era uh, well, menu. And that's the thing though, is I've realized that I don't really care what I'm eating as long as I get something in me. And I swear to God, I know it sounds crazy, but that stuff, all the like uh, vegetarian type stuff, it's it's better than like like the frozen meals and stuff like that. It's so much better than any of the other stuff I had. I agree to disagree. No, it's dude. I tell you what, if I gave you a couple brands of stuff, I, you I guarantee you'd be like, this shit is so much better than like a normal fast or a, a normal frozen meal. Well, I don't I don't eat frozen meals. Like that was never. I a do for thing. lunch. That was never a thing. I would have like a, a sandwich or something like that. I, I would do that before I would do a frozen meal. I do it for lunch. We usually, that's usually what my wife gets me is like the, uh, like frozen meal so I can bring them to work. Cause I, I just know myself. And in the mornings I'm most likely not going to, you know, make a lunch in the morning. So, and, but those are all good for you. They're like low in sodium. They're, they're all pretty good. So, I mean, it's yeah, health matters. I mean, it really does. And it, yeah. it affects how you feel and it, it affects how you conduct yourself throughout the day. Yeah. Drink more water too. Quit drinking pop. My wife bought I, a ton of pop for for the the birthday parties for the kids. Yeah, we st- we get stuck with it, and I end up drinking it because it's there. I hate it. It's the even the little cans are only a hundred calorie cans, but like, yeah, it's just all sugar and stuff, and I, I hate it. Like, I usually just drink coffee or water. Well, and but when that's there, I can't help myself. I have I, no willpower. I probably drink ten waters a day, literally. I drink probably 10 bottles of water a day. And as far as pop goes, I usually have two pops a day, which is not, it's not good, but no. I'm not eating, uh, you know, all the junk I used to before. And not to mention, I don't drink, I don't drink liquor. I don't drink beer. So guess what? Pop is the one thing that I'm like, I'm sticking to it you, and I don't care. You, you sound like a blast, Phil. You're a blast in a glass. You know what? I don't, <laughs> that's the thing though, is I don't need to be fun for anybody. That's, that's the thing. It's like, I go home every day and I have to worry about my wife and my kids, and I think they think I'm fun enough. And it's like, other than that, I don't care because I don't spend time with anybody else. <laughs> you know, uh, the 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 Hayes motto. Yeah, I don't spend time with anybody else. All right, that's well, how it goes. That's it for this week's episode of the Disconnect. Uh, maybe we'll be talking about credit card debt in the next episode, or maybe <laughs> yeah. we'll be talking about one of Phil's newfound conspiracy theories that will yeah. make you wonder. What year are we really living in? More on that next week on The Disconnect. Don't forget the struggle is real. Thanks for listening.